Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different, different. This is NOCO FM. Wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on. I need to wait for the beat. Keep the music going. Let's go on. Wait. You're walking in the woods. <laughs> There's no one around, and your phone is dead. Out of the corner of your eyes, button. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. There it is. <laughs> Hi, everybody, and welcome to another fantastic episode of No Call Live. No Call FM's <laughs> weekly. <laughs> weekly. Okay. Week. Our occasional show. Our occasional I, show. Yeah. It's been a minute. It's been a hot minute since, uh, since we've done this thing, and it's been uh, very sad because uh, this has been the highlight of my week on a consistent basis, and I miss you. I miss chatting with you. I miss, I miss, I miss flirting with you. I miss... I miss the I miss the sex. Who doesn't? Um so um before we started this episode, I was talking a second ago about how we were talking about Gucci Gang, the song. The song with the amazing lyrics, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. You know, and how much of a lyrical genius Lil Pump is. Um but you know, we were talking about Lil Pump and uh, Kev Cat mentioned how Lil Pump what would you say? Sounds like Lil Pump sounds like a blank and you said something uh, that's besides the point you can't even remember it was I, like 10 seconds ago but uh kev cat mentioned that uh uh something and then i said pump the pump house which oh is it a- sounds little pump it sounds like a gay thing like like a word for masturbation it sounds like a i just had to take a i just you know i gotta go to the bathroom gotta real quick and just, yeah, just take <laughs> a pump. why is masturbation gay is that is that a new thing no yeah. no i was thinking like maybe you could use that as a term for like a quick reach around in the bathroom with your bro oh Oh, okay. No, no but like, think about this, though. I mean, yeah. masturbation is a little gay because you, you are, are touching, touching a dick. dick. So, <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of how it works, or something else. So, so, but anyways, back to this. And <laughs> I'll say my name, and then I'll introduce myself. <laughs> Um, but there's a place in, in Longmont called the Pump House, and I feel like this should be a gay bar. And now, hear me out. I'm not convinced it's not. Okay. Name. Pump House. Obviously, yeah. sounds like a gay bar. 100%. Stylistically, Firemen. What? It's a fire, like a firehouse. This the, does the not Pump House is like a fire, fire, a place where the sexy. It sounds like a gay is. porno tape. Yeah, it definitely it does not make me think it's any less gay. Yeah. <laughs> firehouse theme. Oh, uh, honey, you know, I, I went to Redbox and I, uh, I rented a Pump House too. Oh my God. <laughs> so we can watch that with the kids. I absolutely hate this. Hi, I'm Charles Joseph Kelly, your host. Hi, I'm Kev Cap Martinez, your co-host and residential queer boy. And I'm Chris Lanfear, your other co-host that's not queer, but supportive. But it's still here, though. Yeah, Damn right I'm here. here. Yeah, we're all here. He's I mean, I live here, twos. but yeah. You're on the ones and twos. We haven't I'm said that I'm on the so ones long. and twos. Ones, twos, ones and twos. Hey! Is there a, I wonder if there's a song, the... the uh, uh, ones and two. This welcome is a great to our content. friends in the chat. Hi, one other player. Hi, Rainbow Squid. Yes, welcome back. I know it's been a hot minute. I miss you guys so much. Um, so, anyways, uh, it's been also even longer since we've done a Charles's Energy Drink Corner. Yeah. Now, I thought that to celebrate us being back uh, with a brand new episode this week, we're gonna do something fun and a little, a little holiday. I think this this month we're gonna do holiday themed items. Yes. Sure. 
Okay, so. I think I know what it is now. Brown <laughs> paper. Wait, 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 wait. What's your guess? I think it might be eggnog. If it's eggnog, okay. I'll be your so your so guess good. is eggnog. Okay. Survey says. Survey says. It's not eggnog. It is oh Tennessee God. cider Jack Daniels. What? Are we doing shots on the show? Because I'm here. We're not the... doing shots. I am oh, not doing shots. I'll do a shot. We're drinking right out of the fucking me? bottle, guys. Yes. Rainbow so. Squid says no, Charles. Charles, why? <laughs> <laughs> I fear. Why? We all do. So all do. Uh, I'm going to be gross over here. Now, you. somebody else talk while I be gross in the corner over okay, here. Okay, never mind. Okay, fear sounds gone. Sounds good. Are you going to? Oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Talk, oh, dead air. Uh, uh, Chris. Yeah. How, how has dying been? Dying? <laughs> so I'm getting over uh, or have gotten over having pneumonia for the last like two and a half weeks. Which we've which, so much. Yeah. I didn't realize that was still a thing unless you were like 85 years old. So I'm a little like freaked out. <laughs> like I ended up in the hospital on Thanksgiving morning. Like I was in the ER. Although one thing that's cool about going to the ER on Thanksgiving when no one else is there is you get service right away. <laughs> so there's that, yo, yo, which was pretty cool. Leg, do it on Thanksgiving, dog. They well, here's, right here's the away. thing. I think there were two things that were working in my favor. One was that it was Thanksgiving and there was nobody there. And two was that I said I had chest pain because it felt like there was an elephant sitting on my chest and apparently chest pain is the magic yeah, thing is. for when you're at the ER because they rush your ass in quick and I have never gotten better service at a hospital <laughs> than when I went there for pneumonia because they they rushed me into the operating room and there was like four people ready to like work on me. I was like fuck I should just say I have chest pain every time like, like whenever I go to the doctor I should just go hey uh, chest pain uh, <laughs> so I don't have to wait. And then when you get in you'd be like no the, the the thing was wrong i'm sorry i didn't say chest pain oh i said it was my penis <laughs> <laughs> yes there you go my penis was sad it i have was a sad, sad i have a sad penis so anyways we've got jack daniels welcome to charles's sad penis corner <laughs> which is every episode Chris. <laughs> um, that's, that's the joke <laughs> jesus fuck all so right go. this is this is an apple cider uh, liqueur now it's not it's not a whiskey. Now, I think it, that's very important to say that this is not a whiskey at all. But it's got the JD fucking label on it. Yeah. What the fuck? So this is this is interesting, right? So the reason why it's interesting is it's so... I wouldn't say it's low alcohol volume. It's just lower than expected. Okay. Oh, what? It's 15%, so it's only 30 proof, which so is like, like double... It's, it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a wine, yeah. right? So... Um, I like wine. So... Uh, <laughs> Enjoy. I, I cannot wait to drink this. Rainbow Squid says, Kevcat is very excited. Little I'm dance. So fucking lit, dog. Okay. <laughs> I did a whole mouthful. Oh, yeah? That's okay. what she said. I'll raise yeah. you two. Ready? No, just do one. Yo, we both have to drive. We're on. not getting smashed on this. <laughs> that, that'll be a different show. Okay, it smells like whiskey. Okay. Okay. What do you guys think? Um, absolutely not what I expected because yeah. it doesn't taste like whiskey at all. No, it has it has like the slightest hint hint of whiskey. Just yeah, just just a, just a teens, but it tastes more like apple cider. Right, but it kind of like okay. Here's here's my here, my dude. You have to drive home. 
And you think that one shot's going to do me in of a fucking 15%? Yeah, but it's the beginning of the show, so we, we should oh, probably wait, I, be careful. Do I get to I keep drinking it throughout the show? Because then I will pace myself. I think my problem <laughs> with this is this is not cold, right? If yeah. it was cold and crisp, it would taste a little bit better. I think it's just like the lukewarm. Yeah, cider, like- cider's a tough thing, depending on how it's made and like what the, the like flavor profile of it is. It's either hot or cold. Um, if it were more whiskey... E then cider E, I would say it should be room temperature, but I don't know what to think about this. I kind of like it, but I don't see myself buying it or ever drinking yeah. it again. So like here's here's where I'm at. Like I will finish this bottle tonight. No, not tonight. <laughs> yeah, I have to drive uh, home on this broadcast. Are you coming over? Hey, you no. can you can totally <laughs> crash on my couch. I know you can I crash could. Crash on my couch. I stole his couch. I could do both of those things. However, that's I true. Do we did have, have a couch swap. We'll have to talk about that. Yeah. So, but that's not gonna happen because I gotta drive home. I have plans. Uh. Okay. Then we'll just come over. <laughs> Sounds what? great. I'll Over to my house. Place. I'm yeah. not driving to Greeley after the I show. <laughs> fucking, no, I'm kidding. Uh, my personal opinion of it is I'm a huge fan of whiskey. Like, I like the way it tastes and the way it burns. Um, this, like, has the background flavor of whiskey without the burn. And then, like, the added, like, weird apple sugar flavor after. Like, mm-hmm. the aftertaste. And it's, like... It's so smooth and easy to drink. And yeah, I think you're right. If it was cold, it'd be fucking perfect. Yeah, this is it. You don't have to mix anything with this. But also, like, I will I will drink this bottle and I'll enjoy it. I will never buy it again. It's not something that I would think that I would. Yeah, you know, exactly. On. It's also expensive. It's like almost 20 bucks for this bottle. So, well, that's okay. also alcohol. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, $20 for a bottle of liquor is not expensive. Yeah, it's not too bad. That's true. Un- unless you drink like absolute shit. Uh, <laughs> have you seen Have you seen me? No no judgment, Charles. No judgment. When I, when I go to the bars, if they don't have PBR, I go... <laughs> yeah, but that's beer uh, and barely beer at that. I'm talking about liquor. Okay. It's a different standard. It's a different scale. When I go to the liquor store, I usually buy like a... Uh, a pint of skull vodka, the cheap dollar fifty pint of alcohol, God. and like the uh, limeade, the simply limeade. Like, mix those two together. That sounds so good. <laughs> I like the um, the. Uh, I'd say I need to get you more into scotch, but it's an expensive habit. <laughs> I like scotch. I <laughs> scotch, scotch, scotch down into no, my belly. Stop. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> God, I hate that fucking thing. That's Anchorman. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I love that that's the point where we got we're like all we all died energy wise. So we got a great show for you guys. We got some good things. But first, we're going to bring you this week's sponsor. This week's sponsor is brought to you by Tennessee Whiskey Cider by Jack Daniels. <laughs> Do you like that? That sponsor spot where I rip the alcohol out of your mouth? Rainbow Squid says, ooh, Simply Limeade. They have a frozen version that's sour and crunchy. Mm. Ooh, what? What? Now, see, that we may have to try because that sounds good. That sounds okay. okay. Like Simply Limeade, like you, the, the canister thing that you like unwrap and then put into the I honestly I don't know. I've never done this. Okay, so that's this all the like context I was given. Childhood. This is like my whole childhood is getting these fucking like they look like the the biscuit cans basically and you like unwrap it and then you just put this fucking log of frozen flavor. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like the concentrated juice. Yeah. Right. But no, I think what what uh what uh, Gray is talking oh, about. Oh, are they talking about uh like the popsicles? 
I think it's more like like a popsicle. Yeah. Yeah, because I uh, I had those too. <laughs> those uh, little, like push pop things. Uh, great. Like, if you like can weird... if you can send us uh, a yeah, Rainbow Squid says uh, it's in a Grand Biscuit style tube. Oh yeah, no, it's the thing I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah. So it's and just a just concentrate said, it's, it's what that you Kev just Kat eat. Was saying. You can just eat it. <laughs> I mean, I used to do that. That's why I eat lemons with a straight face while staring into the eyes of God, like. You're unstoppable at that point. That should be like the name of your blog. <laughs> like Thanks. eating lemons while staring into the face of God. <laughs> it's, it's great. Yeah. Love that was my band name in college. <laughs> staring into oh, the eyes see, of God. Oh, see, you have a kindred spirit. Rainbow Squid says, it's so good, I eat it with a spoon. Yeah. Oh my God. It's every time. You just fucking go ham on that shit. Who needs Sherbert? Sherbert. Um, Sherbert's disgusting anyway. Sorry. So we got a good show. We got some things to talk about, some updates for what we got doing, what we're doing in our lives. Uh... Yeah, so let's start. Let's start there. What, what? It's been like almost two months since we've done the show. Yeah. I know that that really kind of happened fast, didn't it? It was like, hey, we'll take a week off, and then all of a sudden, it's fucking like December. Well, <laughs> let's let's talk about like we got every single one of us got sick. Like that's so that happened. You know, my yeah. car broke down, and I lost my car. And then I got a scooter, and then I couldn't <laughs> drive to Fort Collins. So like an hour drive would have been like a three hour drive. I could have. Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Tell, tell us about the scooter escapade because okay. I, I feel like that's the, not a good good story, but it's a good story. The scooter's good. So like, so I, I I picked up a scooter. It was a very inexpensive price. They only had like a thousand miles on it, so I picked this up. So I was just riding to work. Every yes, day Rainbow Squid, but not for long. So I was riding around on my scooter, just and then uh, <laughs> is that your scooter voice? Yeah, uh, <laughs> and it was awesome. I had my motorcycle helmet because I actually do have a motorcycle uh, at uh, KK's uh, place right now currently. Um, however. Uh, uh, I the tire blew out and I dropped it. I dropped the scooter and I like really screwed up my arm. I don't oh know. fuck. Yeah, so like it's it's hard to see right now. Is it like, still gnarly? It's, it's still a little, like that's the, oh, the scar shit. after the fact. You got fucking I don't know battle get, scars. I don't know dude. if you folks can see it at home, but I got some <laughs> not really. got some battle scars, dude. These battle scars. <laughs> I was quoting Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. I was trying She's to make got it some edgy. Battle scars, dude. <laughs> um but yeah, I uh, Ramona flowers. I I I uh, I uh, Yes, he did lose a fight against a scooter. I I lost the fight against the scooter. <laughs> what happened was like this guy pulled out in front of me and I don't think he realized that he pulled out in front of me and I had to like to get out of the way. Like I had to swerve and I just I just crashed. So uh, luckily I had a helmet. You always wear a helmet whenever you're doing bicycle bi- bicycle things. Unless I had my full metal my full motorcycle helmet, which is really good too, because otherwise if I didn't, my whole face would have been missing. I would have looked like the Phantom of the Opera <laughs> for a hot minute there. Um but yeah, you know, it, was, it was it was fine, and then I bought a van, and now I've got a mom you got van. A van. I've got, I'm a soccer mom now, oh you guys. God. You know what that means? You kind of are a soccer mom because, like, like overnight you inherited like you know children and a van and uh-huh. a scooter and helmets and things. One of the one of the one of the youngest the youngest kids sent me a video today that was like, Charles, guess what? Uh, this is a Marco Polo, by the way. If you use Marco Polo, it's an awesome app. Uh, but the kid goes, Charles, guess what? My teacher, Miss Turner, she ripped a tooth out of a kid's mouth again. <laughs> Why, what? <laughs> What? She's a repeat offender. Uh, yeah, this <laughs> teacher, I will, I, 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 I think that you are also missing the second aspect of this because okay. there's the there's the what moment and then there's the what the fuck moment. Like okay, so so it starts off with, "Hey Charles, Miss Turner, my teacher, ripped a tooth out of a kid's mouth again." <laughs> 
just like a pause and then just this maniacal laugh from this six-year-old and it's so perfect and i love this kid so much oh my God. <laughs> um, does she have her own phone no. Okay. No. Dope. Borrow, um, borrowed the parents. They they borrowed my partner's phone. So dope street. That's dope. <laughs> That's good. I miss receiving messages like that. My friend has a daughter, and she and I were pretty close, and uh, she used to send me videos like KK. I love you. And then that was the end of the video. Like, it would always cut you off every time. And I was like, this is the reason I'm alive. I would literally kill a million men just to see this girl smile. Hell yeah. Aww. I fucking love that job. <laughs> so uh, I dropped the scooter. I've got a mom in. And it's, it runs really well. <laughs> So, except <laughs> he says with a defeated voice. Except, <laughs> except. So I bought it on a Friday. Oh, and, what? <laughs> okay, so I bought it on a Friday, and you know it was a very inexpensive price. Like this guy, you know, I think overall I spent about like twelve hundred dollars on the car. Like once I got everything fixed up on it, um, which for a van is solid. Yeah, and it's it's a ninety nine, so it's a little bit older. It's got over three hundred thousand miles, but the engine runs awesome. Like everything runs great. However, <laughs> so the guy, you know, when I was talking to him, he's like, so. Just to let you know, um, with the van, uh, I've replaced basically everything on the van recently. So, like, you know, I've replaced a lot of the belts. I've replaced um, the tires very recently. Wait for the M. Night Shyamalan twist here. The only yeah, thing, I'm scared. The only thing <laughs> that I haven't, I, he's like, I replaced the radiator. But just to let you know, the one thing I haven't replaced on it and something that you want to look at soon because I haven't replaced it is the, uh, the, the bigger radiator hose on the van. I haven't replaced yet. I didn't have one. Right. Yeah. Um, um, so that's the I use the old one should be fine for for a while, but you'll want to change that eventually. And I was like, cool, awesome. The next day it blows out. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you're like, I remember you texted me and it was like literally less than twenty four hours. Since you're like, I bought a van, it blew up. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Luckily, you're having the absolute worst luck with vehicles. Yeah. yeah First, seriously. you like get some serious road rash, like barely surviving on the way to on the way to work. In your scooter mobile, and then your new non-scooter mobile just fucking blows up. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ! It was so it was yeah. so perfect. Just I was like, like, I was like, please don't cross any streets. You're, clear, I, you're clearly cursed. I feel, I feel like all of my luck, like bad luck, is like little ripples, right? Like yeah. In my life lately, it's been just like this big one, you know, with the car, my original card like blowing up multiple times, and that that ripple happened, and then the scooter situation where the tire blew out, and you know, I lost, uh, you know, I I dropped it. We're like smaller ripples and then this one was like little tiny baby ripples and stuff like that and I feel like my luck is finally starting to shift a little bit which is yeah. nice like I don't believe in that shit um, but uh, yeah so but like weird weird shit or bad shit always tends to happen in threes in some to some degree or another oh I actually like there's... like when celebrities die it's like celebrity one dies and you're like oh that's sad and then the next day celebrity two dies and then celebrity three dies and you're like fuck and it's Alan Rickman and you just sob for 43 hours not that I know anything about that yeah I mean it was pretty <laughs> well that was kind of what I was like when Prince died oh my god it was yeah, like right. I lost a lung <laughs> Um, so I've got, uh, I, yeah, so, uh, Kevcat, what, what have you been up to? Uh, I've, you know, just working a lot and, like, I got a Rocky show coming up on the 13th. Uh, it's going to be pretty great. I'm going to play. Microphone. I have a Rocky show coming up on the 13th. It's going to be super great. It's on, it's, I, 
Yeah, this is not working. <laughs> <laughs> there, there we go. Now, now we're talking into the mic. We really need new mic stands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I have we need a- to hang them from the ceiling and just be like, "Welcome, everybody! Yes, Let's is get ready please? to rumble!" Oh my god, can we? No, can- no, come on, Chris, no. don't ruin my dreams like this. I have few things I live for. <laughs> I know, but this can't be one of them because god those are going to get it. pulled out of the ceiling in about two fucking I seconds. I think there's it's like Corbin. And just pace, pacing back and forth. You know what's fucking weird? <laughs> so uh, that's absolutely the, what would happen. Yeah. The last time we hung something from the ceiling, it all fell down on me. Oh my god! Oh, really? that's right. What was yeah. it? So, so what was it? I was setting up these lights that we have in right now, okay. right? And the first time that we set them up, like I was sitting there and I was like, I got them set exactly where I wanted them, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna take a quick break before I put the rest of the lights up, and you know, make sure that they're all nice and sturdy. Right. And uh, suddenly, I hear a. <laughs> And then I was like, I look up and all the lights all at once just <laughs> fall down on top of me. Uh, and but, then you bump it too hard and it knocks out Charles's tooth. Yep. Rainbow Squid knows what's up. Yeah. So uh, so with this too. So uh, uh, I get oh, a text man. message just like the second after it happens from Chris going, you all right, bud? <laughs> and I was like, you saw that on the fucking camera? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I just saw it happen. Everything okay down there? And I was like, yes. Of course you're watching the camera right now. That surveillance camera provides like endless entertainment. It's it's really fun when Corbin's recording because I can see how pissed off he is when he's like pacing and yelling at himself. It's really great. It really contributes to the creative process. And if you subscribe to us on Patreon, maybe we'll release those videos as bonus content because I think that would be enjoyable. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, Chris, what are you yes. been up to? Um, well, aside from being sick, uh, which took me out for a good couple of weeks, uh, what else? A um, lot of lot of working. Uh, you know, unfortunately, like being sick kind of like totally fucked up my holiday plans. I was planning to go see my family in Sterling. That didn't work out for two reasons. One, I got deathly ill. But two, uh, my the night before Thanksgiving, uh, my sister had. Um, uh, a baby, so Ooh, that's really cool. I am an I am an uncle again. This is her seventh child. Uh, How could now? I uh, I, I want to point out if you if you feel like doing the math at home, I am thirty seven years old, and my sister is nine years younger than I am. Uh Wait, seven okay? children? Now, I, I should, I should, I should follow that is up. Good? Yeah, she is. But like, I should follow that up with this is her fourth biological child. Okay, that the makes o- more sense. The other three oh. children are her husbands from a previous relationship. Okay. You thought so? You it's it's totally she... a it's totally a Brady Bunch style thing. Okay. However, the total number is still seven. Uh, so Chris, yes. That was uh, Kevcat and I were in the same spot where we're like, we're, and I don't want to like ask like, you, are you from Alabama? No, no, like <laughs> so. Kevcat and I had the same question. Now, this is a rhetorical question. Uh-huh. That I don't think you should answer. <laughs> but Kevcat and I had the same question, and that question is, what the fuck is up with your sister's vagina? <laughs> like, is is it okay? But I, now, I now that we know it's only four, to it's the only- best of my knowledge, it's it's doing all right. This is her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
How do you know that, Chris? No, I don't. No. I don't. Like I said, to the best of my knowledge, which is intentionally very limited. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Kev Cat's dying. Are you okay? Go on. Explain to me why. Yes, I realize it was rhetorical. But oh. anyway, this is her last child. She has said that. She's getting her tubes tied after this. So, you know what? I, when she said, hey, I'm going for number seven, I was like, what do you get? Like a discount? Like, how does this oh work? And and she's like, no, you know what? We're we're gonna be really like this is where we're gonna stop. And I was like, you know what? As long as you're happy, that's really all that matters to right. me. Because I sure as hell don't have to raise seven children. It really doesn't affect me. Uh, my my mother was less than thrilled about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um. And I, I had to sit her down and have a conversation with her and say, Mom, like, it's not your life. It's not your vagina. <laughs> like, yeah. don't fucking worry about it. Right. Just be glad that you have another grandkid to, like, hang out with and spoil and whatnot. For real. Like, I mean, if it's, like, no, she should keep, uh, I don't want to, like, get, like, yell at your family or anything like that. But honestly, it's someone's decision <laughs> whether or not they have children. And ultimately, your opinion means fuck all to the person. Absolutely. Doing it. That is exactly how I feel and yeah. I, I said because when she told me I, I you know I could tell that she was kind of not excited about telling me and when she told me I was just like she she you know wanted to know if I was mad at her and I said no I'm not fucking mad like I'm thrilled if this is if this is a conscious decision that you're making and it makes you happy and and you can do it then great Hell yeah. Like that's really all that fucking matters Hell to me. Oh yeah. Um, and <laughs> Rainbow Squid, damn, she must have money, money because having a kid delivered is so expensive. Right. Um, she is not. Her family is not wealthy. Um, I don't know how that all works. All I know is that somehow they make it work, and I can just you know spoil the kids rotten and buy him presents, which makes me happy. So yeah, you know what? Good. It's all good. What do you like when you think of the? Because I have a hard time buying presents for kids and I'm running into that situation right now. I have final finalized game plans for for my uh, my 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 girlfriend's kiddos. Uh but how how the fuck do you buy presents for kids? Like what the hell? Like I have such a hard time thinking about what I want. What do you do with children? I you know what's worked for me is just to say I text my sister and say, "Okay, here's every kid's name in case you've forgotten any of them." Uh <laughs> You know, because you have so many, you got to track down. Her of her own children. Yeah, I know, right? But it makes sense because I grew up in a family with a lot of kids. Yeah, I was yeah, like, wait, I was that. like, wait, you forgot the other one. No, but I was just like, tell, tell me what they want. Like, what do they want? Or I'll get on the phone with the kids. You know, sometimes we'll uh, we'll Facetime, and you know, I'll just chat with the kids and be like, you know, what are you into? What do you want? What are you interested in? And if they, most of the time. They have, you know, some sort of suggestion. Right. Um, but if they don't, you know, then I just try to pick out something I think they'll like. And, uh, you know, the, the best thing you can do is just save every receipt. Right. And, right. and give it to, you know, the parents when you give them the gifts and say, hey, you know what? If you need to return it, no harm, no foul. I'm not going to feel upset. Like, I want the kids to be happy. Mm -hmm. So. That's that's worked for me for the past several years. Awesome. I do got one thing. Uh, I've been surrounded by children my whole life, and um, 
the easiest way to buy a gift for a child is fucking ask them because they will yeah. tell you straight up. Be like, yo, what do you want for Christmas? They're like, uh, I just want this really cool piece of paper I found on the street once. And I'll be like, don't. I'll find it for you. Like, <laughs> that's it. Kids are really easy to please, especially if you're like, yo, you like the color purple? They're like, yeah. And you're like, okay. Is that don't. why you were walking around the, uh, the neighborhood aimlessly earlier Absolutely. looking for that paper? <laughs> Okay. 100%. No, actually, I was walking around your neighborhood because there was a really cute dog, and I was like, fuck, I gotta find him. That's very, on, that's very that on brand for you. Yeah. Uh, Rainbow Squid says, take them on a trip to stores under the guise of just looking around and take notes of what they get interested in. That's what I do with my cousins. Dope. That works, that too. I think that's idea. a great idea. And actually, that's, right. you know, I, I how I handled it was like, hey, let's look at what you kind of want for Christmas, and we can kind of talk about it. And I was being realistic with them, too. It was like, they're like, hey, I really like this thing. And I was like, well, it's probably a little bit too expensive, but let's, what else are you liking right here? I'm like, what are you into right now? So the youngest... She knows this already because we already <laughs> talked about it a little bit. And she, therefore, she can exploit it. But she's like, you brought the Nerf gun home. I want a Nerf gun. So I got her a comically large Nerf gun. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's bigger than her so she can go <laughs> and shoot her sister. Hell yeah, that's great. Ah, uh, great. Do, 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 do. That'll make friends. Nerf, nerf guns, you know, squirt guns, that kind of stuff, always good choices. I don't like the word squirt. <laughs> I gotta tell you when you first... <laughs> Usually we use water guns in this household. Um, yeah, so anyway, I have this huge squirt gun at home. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm gonna squirt you with my squirt gun. Do you not like Squirt? Squirtle is my favorite Pokemon. Squirtle is a different story. Squirtle can squirt as much Squirtle as they want. Squirtle can squirt all what about the space. What about the Squirt? <laughs> what about the Squirt brand soft drink? The grapefruit flavored soda because someone thought that was a good idea. Oh, uh, fa- uh, what is it? Uh, was it? What's the other one? Not not Squirt, but the other one. Slice? No, it starts with an F. Fresca. Fresca is a fucking gem. Fresca. Fresca's well, never not, done much for that's me. That's not Squirt. I actually have a great memory. Ugly Life eighty seven, welcome back. Good to see you, man. Every everybody's here. Oh, Rainbow Squid likes the squirt soda. I don't know if we can be friends anymore. Okay, so I can tell you <laughs> something great, about we're, squirt. We're still friends. Sorry, Rainbow Squid. <laughs> uh, one time, my dad took me on this road trip to Chicago with him and my stepmom, and we were in his tiny car. And every time he wanted a drink, they called me Snack Master KK. Hell yeah. uh, I was just in charge of all the snacks, and my dad was like really frustrated. He couldn't find the fucking like directions or whatever. He goes, Child, squirt me! And sticks his hand straight back, and I just slapped a soda in his hand, and it's my favorite goddamn memory. (laughs) (laughs) Charles has left the building. (laughs) Charles is gone. That's usually my thing. I'm I'm honored that I could make you leave. <laughs> so, no, I I, I do, and, and 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 in all fairness, I do remember liking Squirt when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Right. But I tried it like a few years back and was just like, oh god, this is awful. <laughs> I still so, like it. So I KK, like you it. are in a, a a relationship, and what I would like you to do as a Christmas present for your partner, okay. Is break up with him. No, no, no I no. will fuck you up. No, <laughs> so, no, so maybe not as a Christmas present, just as a present for me, right? Uh huh. So I want you to go up to your partner. No, uh-huh. no, I, I want you to be sitting down. I want this to be like come out of the blue. I want you to say, child, <laughs> squirt me, <laughs> and just see what he does. I will record it. Don't yeah, worry, do. I got this for you. Please do. There, uh, there, there's your next get, TikTok hit the sensation. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, so we've got I've got two different things that we can talk about for for my my bit to bring to the the thing. Squirt me. Okay. Number one is is talking about doing drag over the weekend. Mm. And number two is uh, talking about a a, a spooky documentary Ooh. that my friend made that has gone super viral. Okay, I. Ooh. I'm intrigued by both of these things, but probably more so by the by the drag experience because that happened to you. Yes. It so did. so so tell us about that. Yes. Do you want to do drag? Yes. Yep. Okay. When doesn't KK do want to do drag? <laughs> so I performed drag over the weekend. Now, keep in mind, I'll say this for right off the bat: I was not a queen, I was not a king, I was a drag performer. Um, so I did, I did kind of my own thing, and I'm gonna do that for the time being. But I think like I'm gonna keep up with it, and we'll talk about that here in a second. But like, what happened is that my partner runs a drag show, so she goes as the performer, uh, the drag king, Simon Hyper. Period, right. which is awesome. Uh, they've been putting on shows for months. It's like sold out every single time mm-hmm. that they've done a show. Awesome, 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 awesome. I am so proud of her. I'm so proud of everything that she has done. Uh, and um, if you're in the Colorado area, you need to go to one of these shows because they're so much fun. Um, but where are the shows and when pa- are they're they? at Patrick's? There's sometimes there's there's going to be a family friendly one. Patrick's on, is where. Patrick's in Greeley. It's an Irish pub in Greeley. Uh, we're yeah. going to do a family-friendly one on New Year's Eve. That's going to end at nine-ish, so that you know everybody can have the the ball drop with their kids at the drag show and have like a family-friendly stat, like like a family show. Uh, and that's going to be awesome. I cannot wait. A for family that. event. That's yeah. cool. That's really cool. So I expect everybody to be there because it's going to be a lot of fun. And then you can all go do your own thing after the fact. So, uh, but. Uh, with that too is that one of the performers that she was performing with uh, dropped out kind of last minute like within the last few days and it's totally understandable you know like I'm not gonna you know crap talk anybody else that's you know it's totally understandable for that person dropping out it does suck um, but it, it was a thing that was you know we were like eh, yeah this you know well, it's understandable um, shit happens yeah shit happens right. right so I was like hey if this doesn't work out with this person, I will perform with you. And I got to perform the hit Lonely Island single, Dick in a Box. Uh, Hell and I yeah. Got, I got dressed up. Now, I want to show our audience my outfit real quick because it is I gorgeous. It. I love it's it. so perfect. Um, it's <laughs> um, So, I don't know. Can you can you see it pretty well? Yeah. Here, you, you hold it up a little bit closer. So uh, <laughs> one of these that. days we'll put graphics on the screen like, right. yeah, we like normal streamers. Yeah, exactly. We could just prep a little bit ahead of time. Yeah. You know what we're talking about. And just but then, like I us prep. <laughs> right. So <laughs> we're so professional on uh, this show. Yeah, it was a blast and it you know, I made good fucking money doing it too. So like what? What? Oh, that was the I am That was so bad new like I tried to save it with a hand thing, but that was really bad. <laughs> that, <laughs> that felt in the moment <laughs> that felt in the moment like a Joe Biden oh! <laughs> commercial. Oh. No, no. Too soon. Go to Joe three five oh three five oh oh. Go to Joe. Have you guys seen that video? 
No, Joe Biden's Joe Biden's like trying to tell people to text Joe to like a specific number to get like text, Oh, during text the text debate, him. yeah. He's I, like, I remember seeing that. Go to Joe 350.net slash org. Yeah, he knew he had no idea what the fuck he was talking about because he's 137 years old. Uh, also, <laughs> has everybody here and at home heard what his like tagline for his like whole campaign is? Enlighten us. No malarkey. Oh my yeah. God, kept me Joe Biden. No malarkey. We're in a simulation. We're in a simulation. Because it's fucking 1875, and that's how people speak. Oh fuck, that's so bad. It really is. What the fuck? We're in a fucking simulation. Get me the fuck out of here. I'm done. <laughs> I'm good to go. But Jeez. no, yeah, and and he is a front runner for the Democratic nomination. Ew, that ew, is scary. Ew. Abort me. I want to go. I don't want to be here. We're way past aborting you. No! My mom always told me, I brought you into this world. I can take you out of it. Where are you, mom? Pull up. Let's go. That's I just straight up murder, here. though. That's that's a little different. You can't pull up and pull out, mom. <laughs> pull up and pull out. <laughs> KK, what do you want to talk about? I don't know, dog. Like, I... Well, hold, hold up. I have some months. questions about okay. the about the drag show because yeah, when you were when you told me about this before we went live, you you mentioned like you were showing me pictures from it, which was awesome. But okay, granted, I've only been to less than half a dozen drag shows right. in my life. Right. But every drag performer I saw was someone who was dressed up as a member of the opposite sex. Right. Yeah. And. I had no idea that if you were a drag performer, that wasn't that isn't necessarily what you're going to do. Right. So can can you talk a little bit about like how, how the dynamics of that work? Because I honestly had zero fucking idea. Right. So like, and I've been to some of them. Right. So the whole idea of like um, drag as a like a performance art has really been kind of shifting over the last few years, especially in like local communities. It's it's less about like the performance of the opposite gender uh -huh. right or the opposite of like like being going from masculine to feminine or feminine to masculine it's more about uh performing exaggeration so it's it's a lot more like kabuki theater in a way okay but like kabuki theater but more like um like becoming a character and creating a character, which is like kabuki theater. Yeah. Um, like wearing a mask and stuff like that and being like an exaggerated version of something, of someone. And, you know, I know uh, people who present as feminine who do uh, go as queens and people who uh, present as masculine who go as kings and then the opposite you know there's there's so much diversity and just as much diversity uh, as the the queer community in general mm -hmm. and then on top of that I know I know straight drag performers like you don't have to limit yourself to what you're doing and like I think that's like what what drag is trying to say nowadays shout uh, out to non-binary drag performers exactly and yeah. so that was that's and that's super awesome because like like i said i i had zero idea i my my assumption of what drag was was a very limited view based on the 
the the few performances I've seen and the stereotypes that I've seen in like you know media of the last right, thirty years. Right, and I think the the person who really inspires me right now is is my partner, um, who goes us by Simon Hyperion, who's a drag king, but like cool uh, fucking name. Yeah, That's great, so dope, like Fuck. a great fucking name. But also like on top of that. Um, like there's all of this stuff about you know she you know she or he depending on the you know if you're talking about the king right uh, you know they are talking on a consistent basis about like like fighting those those masculine and feminine stereotypes within the the drag community and mm-hmm. just being able to perform and do something weird and do something fun and doing something funny like uh, they went as Donald Trump I for the it drag was- show this weekend Donald Trump now that is a choice and that's- the look was amazing it was so good I saw the pictures it was iconic I fucking love her <laughs> yeah and then we both did dick in a box together like that was the second number so it was like this this being able to to say something unique and I'm just like so impressed with her as a as an artist and like I love you so so now <laughs> having having had that experience and having done that performance do you do you see yourself doing this as a more regular thing or is this a one and done like how did you feel at the end of it uh okay like, i hate watching the videos of it because it was very it was it was bad uh um, anyone's first time doing anything but like is it's fucking, i miss you know. i miss like performing live and that's you know something that i really want to get back into mm-hmm. like I really want to be able to perform live again I hate I hate with a fucking passion doing theater and I'll tell you why um, it's just like the dramatices of working in a theater production with people who create drama out of nothing yeah. it's just exhausting exhausting like I love being able to become a new character and do something unique so my DJ name at these shows is DJ Fuckboy and like uh, my yeah. char- my character in general like it's it's evolving as it goes along it's like it's not it's not me I don't think it's me it's a very like more cocky version exaggerated version of myself sure um, but it's, it's- like the wrestling character of you you know what yeah. i mean because like all like you know the popular wrestling characters become popular in part because it's their personality but turned up to to a very exaggerated level exactly right? so um so long story short drag drag shows and wrestling same thing well i mean oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why i love cosplay is for the very same reason like you get to pick a character with characteristics that you enjoy or like seeing in yourself or maybe you don't and it's completely opposite to you and you get to experience like pretending to have those characteristics and present them in a way that's believable if you go to cons or whatever or mm-hmm. if you do videos or stuff like that and it's like it's all about performance and stepping outside of who you are and just being able to be fucking loud and ridiculous because it fits the character that you're playing and right. I think that's super fucking dope right yeah, that's I awesome I always love that shit yeah so it's fun I, I will probably do it again uh, I probably will do I probably won't do any numbers for the the, the show this uh, for New Year's but I will probably do the one in February oh yeah that's so, great dude that's uh, really cool and, and I'm glad that you've found something that allows you to like express in, yourself in that way and like scratch that itch without necessarily having to go do like put yourself in an environment where you're not actually going to be comfortable right, right. so um, yeah it's good and uh yeah so That's Kevin, super cool so kk would, would you want to talk about my dude i mean i really like that um like 
the conversation you and Chris were just having kind of reminded me of something that happened to me this week when me and my friend James, like my coworker, uh, we had this really dope conversation about the different like identifications of gender and how like labels have made it so hard for other people to understand anything outside of those given labels and stuff like that. And I was explaining basically how there can be, I was trying to put it in like the most simple like words, how there's, if we were going to break it down in the most basic shit, there's trans women, cis women, non-binary people, uh, trans men and cis men. And then in non-binary people, there are people who are completely agender. They don't identify with anything. There are people who lean more towards the feminine side, people who lean towards more towards the masculine side and stuff like that. And uh, this was just for the express purpose of him explain of me explaining to him my gender identity and uh, how he was like, how can somebody feel like one day want to be like masculine and be seen as a boy and the next day they wear something pretty and try to be feminine and look really girly and they still expect us to call them they them or whatever like that and all of his questions came out of a place of like genuinely not knowing and just curiosity so like it was really cool to like break it all down like we even had like little stick figure drawings and shit (laughs) and it was just like it i i love those conversations when i live for them because it's never it never comes out of a place of hate and it's always just like sometimes they say stuff they don't mean to. They just want to understand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then when you correct them and they're cool with it, they move on. Yeah. Like even more and more now he started correcting like uh, customers and stuff on my pronouns and stuff like that. And yeah, it was just really cool. And I, bro- I, I broke it down to like basically we are taught that these are the only boxes that we can apply to. But when you think and live outside of those boxes, once you are presented another option, you jump to that option. So like um, if you fit in it. So when I found out that trans men were a thing, I was like, oh, I'm kind of that. And then non-binary and gender fluid. I was like, oh, I'm definitely that. And then they them didn't really work for me necessarily and he him didn't really work for me necessarily i still use both yeah it's the best thing that works for me uh but like we talked about the implications of how like someone like me who's raised uh feminine can have negative connotations to being referred to as feminine and she her and stuff like that but still want to present feminine and be pretty because like I'm, I'm wearing fucking makeup right now I like being pretty I'm covered in flowers I have so many dresses and corsets in my closet like I like being over the top and beautiful mm-hmm. but I I'm not a woman and I don't like the connotations that come with it so like it was really fun just for me to like break all that shit down and really go in depth about it Th- that's really cool because I, I feel like depending on where you fall on that spectrum and where like the the types of interactions you've had with people before who may not have known to ask and just made an assumption or who have uh, maybe asked in the wrong way in, 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 in like not necessarily an accusatory tone, but just in a tone that like you're not necessarily likely to respond to like, that's hard. Uh, A friend of mine um, who I'm not going to name, specifically but she um you know she was born female she identifies as female but she also identifies as queer not necessarily trans Gender but queer she just says queer in general so that's I use, I use queer to identify my sexuality right and but 
you know, for her, um, anytime someone gets something wrong in terms of describing her, mm-hmm. she kind of goes apeshit on them <laughs> in, in as much as, you know, basically, if you don't understand me, then you don't respect me and therefore you're my enemy. Now, I, I'm sure there are a lot of places that that comes from. And and it's really interesting sometimes because she's one of those people where it seems, especially if you follow her on social media, where like basically everything just pisses her off. Right. Um, because she's had so many negative interactions with people around her identity and, and who she is right. that everything is just kind of virulent by the time it comes out. And people like that are much harder to approach. Right. You know, cause, and, and anytime I see her try to correct someone, which she does frequently, mm-hmm. she does it in such a way that makes me think, you know, the way you're acting is why a lot of people get pissed off or un- not understanding of the queer community because of the way that you approach them. It's like, okay, if they get, you know, like the first, t- not, I don't know when it was the first time I met you or the first like couple of interactions I had with you. Um, I referred to you with a female pronoun right. because that was all I knew. Um, and Charles then told me subsequently that differently. And then you subsequently told me differently. And then from then on, I was like, okay, yeah, I get it. But you know, it's not like you turned around and snapped at me and said right. like, you know, don't call me she, her, like, fuck you, you know? Right. Th- yeah. But uh, one thing, and I had kind of a similar conversation with my dad pretty recently um, because he's like, me and my dad are super fucking close. Uh, we've been talking about like everything since I was born, essentially. Um, but I called him the other day because I had a breakdown about being misgendered. Like it really, like it, it got to me. It usually doesn't get to me, but it fucking got to me real bad was there a certain catalyst for it i mean honestly it was that i had well like i had a video on tiktok that was kind of (laughs) kind of getting big everybody kept calling me she her in it Mm. and then while that was happening we were so busy at boost mobile and all day like in a customer service job i know my voice sounds like a fucking flute like of course people are gonna call me ma'am but all fucking day and then i go to my friend's house you just hit kind of a breaking point well i go to my friend's house afterwards and these are people that i love and trust and hang around all the time and i got misgendered there too and that was the final straw and i was like i it's so much and it was because like i've never broken down like that about being misgendered before not not like this Mm -hmm. and i'm calling him i'm explaining it to him and he was like well you need to understand that people aren't going to get it i'm like you don't understand all i do is understand every goddamn day i have to understand that you won't understand me and i have to accept it and i'm not allowed to correct you because i could lose my job because you could get mad at me and i could risk my safety i'm not allowed to express myself the way that i am because it could cause a number of issues and that sucks i'm literally stuck in this box where I can't say shit or it's going to risk some aspect of my life. 
And I'm so tired of understanding for other people. I understand when people get mad and they're like, no, I'm a fucking man. I'm a fucking girl. I'm fucking neither because it's so frustrating to be the one to have to explain everything, to stay calm when you're constantly in the situation where Mm -hmm. everybody, you can't be safe that way. And it doesn't feel right. And it sucks. And he finally understood. Like, he was like, I actually get that. I was like, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, like, in that that specific situation, like, um, I, I, I tend to remind myself that, you know, every single person finds importance in certain aspects of their life. Right. Especially like talk talking about like um, even s- straight individuals who don't don't uh, find themselves falling on that spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, if they if they find themselves as cis, you know, if I were to, t- you know, consistently and like like for for you, exam, for example. Sure. If somebody on like on a consistent basis, we're, we're calling you ma'am mm-hmm. all day. Like every day, and just like that started just grating on you, just like all right, ma'am, you know that kind of stuff on a consistent basis. You'd be like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, right. So like, like well, it's, and it's it's funny in like that particular example. Like I can, this is the closest the closest experience I've had in terms of empathizing with something like like right. that is that you know if I'm on the phone with a customer service person, I don't have the deepest voice in the world. Mm-hmm. I am I am a cis hetero male, and that's how I identify. That's how I was born, and that label fits me. Mm-hmm. But. There are times when someone on the phone has called me ma'am and it doesn't necessarily upset me. Like, it's not like I hang up the phone and I curse the day they were born and, and you know, try to <laughs> track them down and, and kill them or something. But it puts you but off. It puts me off. It, it does make me think it's... It's a, it's such a small thing, but it's such a big thing. Why can't you get it right? Right. Right. And, and, and if I had to spend my entire life trying to turn that empathy around for everyone else just so that I would feel accepted by them to the point where I, I was felt comfortable to be who I was. I'd lose my fucking shit all the time. Right. Right. And actually I kind of have an example, uh, kind of a better one because like, you don't ever like in person when you see someone they never mistake you for a woman they never like Correct. misgender you or anything like that Correct. think of it like this when you were younger you won like eventually you peed your pants at least once right i'm sure i did yeah okay so you peed your pants you did that action mm-hmm. now for the rest of your life everybody's gonna call you mr piss pants and you're gonna have that hanging over you and everybody's gonna be like oh are you sure you don't need to go to the bathroom you're gonna piss your pants or whatever right. and you're treated like this your whole life and you're like i'm not mr fucking piss pants it was one goddamn time right yeah i'm not a woman and i've been treated like a woman like my entire life and i still do uh, and I don't like the way that I get treated as a woman. And so I've kind of grown to hate the connotations of being referred to as one. So when somebody calls me a ma'am, calls me a woman, treats me as a woman, they do it in a different tone of voice. They treat me in a specific way that I cannot stand. I feel talked down to constantly. Mm-hmm. And like, that's just my personal opinion. I, I have nothing against, like, I all women are beautiful and I think that identifying as a woman is a beautiful thing and I love being feminine I love pretty things but I the fact that because you're treated as a woman that you feel like you are being treated like you're less than that's yeah. the issue and I'm not a yeah and I'm not a woman so like it's 
stop treating me like this thing that you shouldn't be doing anyway. You shouldn't fucking hold someone who pisses their pants. Hold that over their head their fucking life, whole life. Sure. And that was a one-time thing. Maybe they did do that, but that's not who they are now. I might have identified as female growing up because I didn't know there were other options. Sure. So I'm not a fucking woman. I never was. You were never Mr. Piss Pants. But people are still going to refer to you as that. And it's frustrating and it hurts. It hurts on a basic basis. And it affects your ability to get jobs, too. So imagine that. Like, you get to a job and on your resume it says, I pissed my pants in second grade or whatever. Right. It sucks. It fucking, it affects everything. But, like, it's also great that it's becoming more of a talked about thing. What do you find for you? Like, what helps you? Because, like, that's a daily stressor, right? Like, what what helps you cope with that drugs. in like a in a helpful way drugs <laughs> drugs drugs <laughs> drugs give me drugs give me drugs i don't okay. know no, okay no. uh but sorry <laughs> uh, something that actually helps me cope a lot is friends uh i have a really good community um and i have an amazing partner um some of my friends still get it wrong and like uh, i want to say like i'm a little prone to this tying back to like why I understand why people are so combative. Combative. Why everybody is so combative. <laughs> now we have to talk like this the entire show. Quaint. Okay. Welcome to Master Queer Theater. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, like, I understand why everyone's so combative about it. Like, when I was younger, um, I'm not going to name names or anything like that, but certain people in my life pushed. Steve, you Sexuality. son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, fucking Steve, you want to fucking go? You come for me now, bitch. I fucking... <laughs> um, no, Just but took like, that and went with it. Yeah, I, I want that to be my ringtone. If somebody Steve, can... roll the fuck up, Steve. You want to fucking go? My queer ass will take you with no fucking breaks. I don't need no water, motherfucker. I got iron knuckles in my basement. Let's go. So my phone rings. Welcome, that... friends, to NoCo Live. <laughs> I accidentally turned my... Like, I, I forget to turn my phone off before I work and my ringtone goes off every once in a while I'm like oh I'm so sorry so I want that to be my ringtone and be like sup motherfucker phone with a customer please (laughs) mine still goes off and guess what it still is I'm gonna nut that's so good that it's anyway sorry back to the original point (laughs) when I was growing up they pushed someone in my family towards the LGBT community was like you're definitely a part of this whether you're willing to admit it or not and pushed me and told me that I was straight and that I was uh, cis and hetero and that, that that was who I am and that I was just trying to become a part of the LGBT community to take the attention away from that family member. Mm-hmm. So I grew up with that pressure a lot. And then like I found out like my friends who were also in the queer community agreed with that family member. Like behind my back, I heard them talking about me. Did you feel ganged up on? I did. And it sucked because it was like, am I faking this? Am I not really a part of this community? It took me when it makes you question yourself. Like that's where the real damage gets done. I didn't come out and realize that I was like trans the way that I am until I was like 21, 20 in that area. Which, for the record, was not particularly long ago. No, it was like two years ago. (laughs) Yeah, and like I, I always knew I was gender fluid, and I always referred to myself as gender fluid, but I never acted on it. Like, and I never enforced other people to acknowledge me as such. Because I I didn't think I had the right to, and I sure. still have that issue where I think that I don't have the right to ask for the same respect as everybody else. And that really sucks. And mm, I think the movement of, of asking everybody for their pronouns is helping a lot, though. 
like regardless if they look cishet or whatever the fuck. Sure. Just the, the hi, fa- what are your pronouns? The fact that you're not making an automatic assumption based on appearance. Yeah, I mean, like exactly. with everybody, you shouldn't like you should not like. We we are taught on a consistent basis that stereotypes are bad, right? right. Mm-hmm. Why can't we place that same thought process into when it comes to gender? Exactly. Like, and immediately, like, oh yeah, this person sounds like a man. Why am I say sir? No, just don't. Just just say when you greet somebody, they them is a very honest, like, good way. We do that with dogs and cats. We show them fucking, like, this is is a meme on the internet, but, like, we show them more respect than we do, like, our fellow human beings. Why not, like, say, like, oh, uh, you know, they, them, until you know. Like, when I talk about you on a consistent basis, or I talk about anybody, I say they're doing good. Yeah. I I think eventually we're gonna get there, but, I mean, it's gonna take a long time before that becomes as commonplace as it should be. And the thing is, my dad, when I was talking to my dad about this, he was like, well, you need to give me time or whatever. And I corrected him on a couple of things while full sobbing. And he was like, well, you need to understand, kiddo, that I'm not in this. And I was like, you said you wanted to learn about this and you said you wanted to respect it, which means you were going to listen every time I correct you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you're fucking right. My bad. So like that's <laughs> the first step, I think, is actually listening when a trans person corrects you instead of just being like, well, it's this one time thing or, well, you don't understand that I'm not uh, attuned to the situation. It's like, no, just say, OK my bad and move on like it takes literally zero effort to not be a cunt and just to apologize like just to apologize don't make a big deal out of it i because you also the thing is people don't realize whenever they do the whole like uh i was at charles house the other day he she fuck i'm so sorry i didn't mean to do that that draws so much attention to the trans person and it makes them feel so called out and like I know you don't mean it, and I'm not trying to say like anybody's mean or anything like that. I just want to say this because I can handle it. Because it doesn't do it. help. Yeah, exactly. And I can I can handle it really well. Like I'm fine with people misgendering me most of the time. I can I'm fine. I'll correct it, whatever. But there are a lot of trans people out there who it affects so bad, and it like affects their ability to be mentally safe. Yeah. By themselves, and because it kind it's of just, it, it's it's like you were mentioning earlier. It's like it, it makes you question everything about yourself, and when you're constantly on that sort of razor's edge of right. not knowing who you are and the fact that no one is treating you like the person that you you know intend for yourself to be right uh, it, I, I can't imagine the like kind of like trip wire you have to be walking on like that's that would break anyone under right. like any sort of sustained kind of like mental uh pressure you know yeah exactly it can really fuck up someone's whole life whole day and like it takes zero effort to just ask someone like hey what are your pronouns and then just you could save a fucking life just by asking that one simple question and it hurts but i'm really glad that it's becoming more of a thing it's also the safety concern thing i want to talk about that trans people are dying trans people are getting killed because they're trans. So don't you fucking like go to trans person in your life. Why didn't you tell me sooner? Because people are fucking dying. Like they don't know if they're safe in this environment or not. You need to create that safe environment. You need to show people and become an active ally and show that, yeah, it's 100% safe to be this way. And I will keep you safe and protect you. Well, I'm not asking you to pull out a fucking sword, you know, fight my battles for me. I'm just asking you to say it's okay. It's okay for you to be who you are around me. And you don't have to apologize for it. Yeah. And 
it's so simple and it takes like James doesn't understand um a lot of the queer stuff so he asks a lot of questions and it all comes out of love like he used the t word when talking to me about trans people mm-hmm. uh and i was like no never <laughs> like, say no. that again nope and he was like my bad and he never used it again and that's the shit i'm talking about take the criticism fix it and move on and like I don't dig in your heels don't try to defend yourself right. don't try to justify it for real just Accept it because you don't know. Like my dad kept Move saying, on. my dad kept saying, I don't, I'll never know what you feel like, and for that I can't help you with it. And I was like, I don't want you to know what I feel like. I want you to respect it the same way I respect the way you feel. I don't know what it feels like to be a cis trans, a cis man, mm-hmm. and you don't know what it feels like to be a trans whatever fucking noodle, <laughs> a giraffe child that I am. You know, and I'm gonna get you a T-shirt that says "Trans Giraffe Child." Please, Fuck yeah. <laughs> I love that. I will wear it. That is your Xmas present. I'm sorry, did I break your ear? No, 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 you're fine. My ear itched. I needed to itch it. I understand. I love you. But yeah. Um, So, I am... Is it okay if we move yes. on? Yeah, we can move on. Thank you Chris, for coming to my corner. Sir, let's talk about Thank you for you coming to my your, TED Talk. You and your body. First off, this, I know exactly what this tastes like. This tastes like whiskey that's been sitting out for a while in a glass with ice, and it melted the ice, and it tastes <laughs> like water. No, like because, a little bit of no because it still doesn't taste enough like whiskey, even in under that context. Are you taking off your socks? It says it's best served warm when it's cold. Bitch, heat the shit up. I'm ready to die. <laughs> Throw it in the microwave. You can, you can do that after the show. No. Um, Chris, what do you want to talk about? I mean, uh, okay. One cool thing that I, I do want to mention before we get out of here, since we've already been going for an hour. Oof, my bad. Uh, no, no, no bad at all. Like, I, that was a really cool discussion, and I'm okay. glad that we had it. Yeah. Me too. Um, and, you know, I want to have more of those discussions, because I feel like this is a great forum for doing that. Yeah. But um, one thing I do want to mention, kind of a milestone that we quietly celebrated here, is we had our very first live uh, musical performance inside this studio. I listened to it. It was so good. Wasn't it great? So Um, good. By the lovely and talented Kayla Marquis, uh, who is a Denver-based singer-songwriter. She doesn't like to classify uh, her music, Um, and we talk about that on the latest episode of Corbin vs. the World, which is live wherever you get your podcasts. Um, We do an hour and a half long episode um, talking about her music and her style and her career and kind of how she's gotten to where she's at now, um, which was a really cool interview. But then she actually performed a um, live acoustic song for us in here, which was really, really cool. Dude, it sounded fucking good. I thought it sounded great. Yeah. I think that you did a really good job. Thank you. Um, I I was happy with how it turned out. Um, Given the the limitations that we were working with, which is kind of par for the course that we're always doing here at NOCO, um, (laughs) you know, for for what we had to work with, I think it turned out really, really great. And I'm I'm really glad that we did it. Um, And and this isn't a plug so much as it uh, is just to let people know. Um, We recorded that not only on audio, but on video as well. Um, And that's up on our YouTube channel, um, youtube.com slash nocofm. Um, we have that performance available um, and it's also available obviously as a, as a podcast as well um, on Corbin versus the world. So check that out. But I, you know, we've been doing this for a year and a half now and, you know, we finally got, we finally got our a live performance in here and I was kind of scared shitless um, when 
she came in because I still have this kind of, I suppose, imposter syndrome right. might be close to how I feel about the station in some ways right. um, because... You know, we, we have it looking kind of nice here, but like, this is my basement. This is my garage. <laughs> um, and we've never tried to hide from that. Right. But at the same time, um, it's one of those things where I feel a little self-conscious um, when people come in here for, for the first time because I'm, you know, I'm waiting for someone to go, oh, this is just, you know, you and your friends at your garage. <laughs> um and that's you, how okay that's how every radio station starts I, I, I understand that <laughs> uh, on a on a logical level but on an emotional level it's hard to accept that you know we're, we're still at the you know humble beginnings portion right. of of the station and when we bring people in for the first time especially artists that we want to support and help cultivate and and really try to you know increase their their reach and their platform um i do have these moments where i where i'm just i, I feel like a fraud do you know do you uh, i feel the oh, same way fucking fraud so Neither of you motherfuckers can i can i well i want to i want to explain my my fraud yeah, feelings ahead. when it comes to nickel fm and it and like it really showed when that artist swung on by mm -hmm. um we talk so much so much about how like our passion for Noco FM is like serving underserved communities, mm -hmm. right? Minority communities, LGBTQIA communities mm -hmm. and walking into the studio and seeing the three people who kind of run the show being three white dudes. <laughs> yes. It's like, I, that's where I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Like what, what am I doing? Like, why am I here right now? And I was, and I was, that was, I mean, there were other reasons why I needed to leave, but and like in that moment, I was like, I'm going by. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was like, that's where I feel like, oh yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're a radio station that's, you know, it, it was, that's, that's mine. You, you know, I, I, I totally feel you on that because I had pretty much the same feeling at around the same time. Um, you know, these are gloves, oh, okay. not socks, not socks. Okay, Sorry. great. You want to so, <laughs> um, he, yeah, like, you know, cause Kayla came in and, you know, she drove up from Denver, which whenever someone is willing to do that for us, I'm eternally grateful. Mm -hmm. And I don't really know what to do with it because in a lot of ways they're putting trust in us that we're not going to like murder them. Right. You know? And then like, there's, there's a certain amount of uh, hurdles you have to jump over. Like you have to come up to Fort Collins and then you have to come to someone's house. And then it's actually someone's basement garage, which was freezing that day. Yeah. It was fucking cold. Yeah, it was cold. In here. And what a trooper. I, I felt, you know, and Kayla is this like, you know, tall strong beautiful african-american woman and yeah you know she's playing with the, the the three white dudes in the in the basement and i was just like what the fuck man like i i know what we're doing and i know what we're about and i know that it comes from a a, a place of wanting to contribute for all of us right but yeah in those moments i get so overwhelmed with the thought of my god like we're I know we're walking the walk, 
but I also feel sometimes like this overwhelming sense that we're not. Right. Um, and that's really difficult for me. Yeah. But she was really cool. It was a really great interview. We had a great conversation. I learned a lot more about kind of the Denver music scene and kind of how she writes songs. And that was really interesting. Um, and then, you know, when, when we were about to record the song at the very end, you know, I, I said, okay, well, we have to turn the space heater off <laughs> because I don't want that to come through on the audio. I want it to be as clear as possible. And she understood it, but she's sitting there in the corner being like, oh, no. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh God, I feel so bad. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, well, good thing this song is short because, <laughs> right. uh, you know, because, you know, I just want to, you know, take care of these people. But there, you know, those are moments that are a struggle. And, you know, part of another thing that I think is good about this show, the live show, is that we can just kind of let our hair down and be, you know, whatever it's going to be is what it is. Yes, Charles, let your 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 locks, your your uh, Spider-Man three. My hair is so long. Look, my hair is longer than KK's. Charles has Charles has officially entered the Tobey Maguire phase of his career. Yeah, I am now being emo boys together. I'm emo spider. I have got really excited about my chemical romance coming back <laughs> for one last show. But in any case, you know, I just, I, I wanted to say that to say that because I, you know, I believe in what we're doing, obviously. And I believe that what we're doing is good. And I believe that we're going to get to where we want to be and, and that we are doing what we say we're doing. Um, but you know, there are times when that's difficult. And, and even for, for us as the, the founders and like the leaders of it, it's a fucking struggle. Mm-hmm. It's really a fucking struggle. But then when we were talking about, hey, let's do the live show tonight. Like I put out that message to you guys and then I got really fucking excited mm-hmm. because I remember like this is one of the reasons why I do this. Not only just to hang out with my friends, but to have interesting conversations, to learn things about topics I know fuck all about like drag shows and like life as a trans person all of these things that i wouldn't be exposed to if i didn't have you here um and and the fact that we can have those conversations and other people can tune into those conversations it's a wonderful thing kevcat is leaving where are you going kevcat no what's happening oh yay i love you chris i love you too Um, so, you know, this is a really wonderful thing. Not only, not only the station, but the, uh, you know, what the three of us are doing in this show. And I think that's really wonderful. So, you know, we're going to try really hard not to, uh, miss a bunch of weeks in a row like we have before with as long as we do the show at nine, I can make, I mean, like with the job, uh, I may be a little bit late to the start of the show, but I will still be here for this. I mean, I, I yeah, I don't, I don't know that it matters when we do it. It's just as long as we do it, right? And you know, we we talked about shifting it around, maybe doing it on the weekends, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. Um, you know, there's a lots lots of things we could do with it. So five a.m. five a.m. Hey, welcome <laughs> to Noco Live. <laughs> We're running <laughs> off of six Red Bulls in the sheer spite. Let's fucking go. Your morning, your morning drive show with. Charles and the KK. <laughs> Chris and the one and two. It's just us like fast talking at each other about bullshit. Like, <laughs> Starbucks prices are going up. What the fuck is up with that, dude? <laughs> what the fuck is with those queers? So, wow, wow, wow. 
<laughs> so yeah, guys, uh, you know, I, you know, I love this show and I love the two of you and I love everyone that's working on the station with us and it's a wonderful thing. And I just want this to keep going and, and for us to really build something awesome out of it, um, and have conversations that more people need to hear, right. um, because that's important. And you know, that, that speaks to the mission of why we're doing this. So it's really cool that people for, you know, uh, whatever they get out of it, that they get something out of it. Like there's five people watching on Twitch right now. And I don't know who those five people are, but it's wonderful that they're there. You know, I'd I'd rather it be, if it was one person, that'd be cool because that's one person that's, you know, hopefully learning things and getting something out of it. of something they may not have known before. Y'all are up super late, by the way, uh, after this, Go to uh, Amazon Prime and look up Hellier, H-E-L-L-I-E-R. It's a documentary that my friend made. There's two seasons. It's spooky. It's scary. It's awesome. It's, it's about Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's Amazon Prime. It's free. You can watch it on. You can watch the first season on YouTube right now for free. The second season's coming out in a couple of weeks. But uh, 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 go go watch it right after this. I I, I, I just it. wanted to say that do it. uh, it's about goblins in in Kentucky. They went out to find goblins in Kentucky and they found some real cool stuff and I don't want to spoil things but anyways Chris you are totally right we need to have more conversations <laughs> awesome well I'm going to check out that show and uh, we hope that the next time we do this show that you guys uh, join us for next Monday. It. Next, Monday, next Monday 9 p.m. mountain time 11 p.m. eastern uh, 10 p.m. central uh, 8 p.m. pacific so um, for those of you 7 p.m. Hawaiian 7 p.m. Hawaiian <laughs> for those of you uh, who joined us in the chat thank you very much um, we have been talking forever about about also putting up this show as a podcast, which I swear will get done this week um, so that there's a audio version for those of you who, uh, you know, can't see it or, or whatever. Ugly Life 87, you're still at work. I mean, so were we. I mean, <laughs> we're always working. But, I don't know um, what home is. No. <laughs> um, but join us next week. We'll talk about more fun stuff. We'll tell the story about the dueling couches that went between my oh, house yeah. and Kevcat's house. Um, do, you know, we'll talk about more stuff. Uh, NoCo FM is a streaming radio station and podcast network. Those of you watching us probably know that already. But if you don't, um, we're at noco.fm and wherever you get your podcasts, just search for NoCo FM. Charles, I, I need you guys to watch Hellier by next week so okay. we can talk. I need to talk. I We'll watch Hellier. I, I, I'm literally going to go watch it's it tonight. five seasons for the circus. first episode and about ten for the second season. Okay. First season's a little harder to watch. Second season is fucking bomb. It's so good. Okay. But so I, next week we'll do a Hellier review. Hellier review. Can you guys watch all of Hellier I'm by next week? I'm literally going to go I will try. watch it tonight. Seriously. Hellier. Yeah, no, I'm going to text really you and you'll be like, I want to hear, but like, seriously, we need to talk about it. I will, I will actually down. write notes and keep notes I may it. get. I may get the, the director do over you to plug the your show. show. Oh, that'd be great. I'm going to I'm gonna message him and see if he wants to do it. Cool. Yeah, that'd be great uh so yeah i think we should probably get out of here uh final thoughts y'alls i love you guys thank you so much for being for sticking around uh my name is uh, line <laughs> charles joseph kelly charles my name is charles charles kelly charles that's what i wrote on my shirt for his birthday it's charles kelly's Charles-es. birthday charles 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 williams <laughs> God. I wear big hats. <laughs> what show do you host? It's, uh, when it's uh, when we put out new episodes, talk <laughs> uh, I I want to talk about that next week too because okay. like yo, 
yeah, it's a lot. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll all talk right. about it. We'll talk about all sorts of things next Monday. Noco Live, twitch.com slash noco fm, youtube.com slash noco fm, uh on noco.fm streaming live and in HD audio now. Super high quality streaming. Get our mobile app, which is free. You can listen to us wherever you are. Um plug, plug, plug all the things. But seriously, we hope you check out what we do and we hope you dig it. And if you do, let us know. And if you don't, let us know. Um, let us know what you want to see, what you want to hear. Um, we are a community uh, radio station for the people. That's you. So, uh, yeah, do all those things. We will see you next week on NoCo Live. Dope. Bye, friends. Bye. And I This has been a production of NOCO FM.